But if someone is like unhappy or something didn't work out, I get excited for them. Like, no, 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 this is not rejection. This is redirection. Yeah. Like something cool is gonna happen for you. A lot of people see the, like they think overnight success of the bigger creators, but they don't know that years of hard work and failure went in front of that, you know? <laughs> All right, amazing. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Your Extraordinary Life podcast and YouTube series. My name is Monica Furi, and I am so excited to be here today with my dear friend, Susan, also known as Gypsy and Sneakers. Susan and I, so a little bit of backstory, we started our whole Instagram journeys together at the same time during COVID. And it's been amazing to realize like how much of our life stories are basically the exact same. And then we've traveled through Bali and Greece together. <laughs> and we have so many exciting plans and visions for the future. So I'm really excited for you all to learn more about Susan's story today. <laughs> and so I want to get started. If you would like to share with us, who is Susan and Gypsy and Sneakers? Where did that come from? <laughs> I love it. Well, hi guys. Uh, the name Gypsy and Sneakers, I get it asked so many times. Um, for me, it came from when I started this whole Instagram thing, you really needed to have a user handle, like it wasn't your real name yet. So I thought, okay, I saw someone that was called Traveler in Heels and I wanted to make my own version of it. So then I thought, okay, I am someone that finds home in different places of the world. So Gypsy. And then in sneakers is really my city side. I'm born and raised in a city. I love a good track suit. I love to hike mountains as well. I'm a very active person. I love outdoors activities, like super raw nature vibes. So then you need sneakers. Yeah. So I thought I'm a gypsy in sneakers. And that's how the name came when I kind of like stick with it. Oh, that's so perfect. Yeah, <laughs> so suited for your brand. Exactly, yeah. Walking across Bali. <laughs> I know I get it said so many times. It like matches my two sides perfectly. Yes, I love it. I love that. <laughs> Susan's my Bali queen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All the Bali inspiration and travel guides and everything. So what was your journey like? Like what brought you to Bali? Like how did you get here? How did I get here? It's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole story. But um, I traveled, I studied tourism management. So that's kind of like how I rolled into the world of travel. Also like creators because my friends there introduced me to the whole social media thing I had no idea like I was very kept small by my parents my family they were like yeah there are people out there that do YouTube and they're they earn money with it so that's how I kind of like knew about it um, and then I started to travel more and I remember thinking this is the life that I want but how how am I gonna earn money with like traveling the world? So that's kind of like how the idea started. And I started to travel. I started to follow so many travel creators. So I knew what was possible. I only needed to figure out how that was my thing. And I knew, I saw that everyone was in Bali. So I knew I needed to come to Bali one day to start this whole career. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. So you had that push within you and that like it's there and I see it and I feel like so many people like see that and they're like, well, I don't know. Let's check a far off thing. So yeah. what was it in you? Like what was the part of your path that you felt, oh, this is a goal. Oh, this is a dream. But 
maybe I can go for it. Like, what was that point in you that inspired that? Yeah, so for me, I really needed almost the most unhappy version of me to switch my whole life. And that was the part when I graduated from tourism management in 2020 and COVID happened. So I had a degree that was useless. No one wanted to hire me. I had a degree in tourism and there was no tourism for the upcoming year. Then I wanted to start a side business, which I had been working on for years, but also because of COVID, the whole business collapsed. All the investors pulled back. I didn't have anything. I lost a lot of money. So I thought, okay, I'm going to work as a waitress to get back all of that money. And because of COVID, all the catering businesses closed. So I was left with, in my opinion, back then, nothing. I felt like super defeated. But in the back of my mind, like you said, I had that goal. I had that passion that I wanted to do. And it kind of like, for me, it took losing everything to be like, okay, I have nothing more to lose. I'm just gonna go and put all my time, money and effort into this thing that I want. Yes, I love that. (laughs) You you hit that rock bottom and instead of seeing it as like, oh, I'm stuck here, you saw it as a springboard. Exactly. Yeah, so I think that's for so many people, they see rock bottom as something bad for me. I'm excited for them. It's like a weird way of thinking, but if someone is like unhappy or something didn't work out, I get excited for them. Like, no, 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 this is not rejection. This is redirection. Like something cool is gonna happen for you. And I wish I could tell my younger self that because I spent hours of crying and like contemplating my life. But I truly believe that like you need to have in order to live like your true dream life, your most extraordinary life, how you would say it, you need to have that one moment in your life where everything is gonna change and that can be rock bottom. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. That's something that Susan and I can just like go off on for hours is yeah. mindset and relating to mindset. Yes. Where did your understanding or study of mindset come from like how did you get to the point where because so many people will be like okay that's easy for you to say but like yeah how did you develop that like grit in your mindset of being like okay this is the perspective i'm going to have on what's happening to me in my life so it, i to let's just be clear like i come from minus 100 i come from a small town very close-minded like everyone is kind of like jealous they're they don't see the world they just live in their own city so that's how i was raised I didn't know any better. And then in, again, the um, university that I did, we had like this minor where we could do personal development. I think it was for four months. And I was like, I don't even know what it means. I'm just gonna do it because I wanna learn more. I wanna learn something that I don't know. And they kind of like taught me small things. Now that I look back at it, I'm like, oh, okay. That was like really the beginning, but it opened my mind where I was like, okay, what is mindset? What is this? So I started to buy books, read books. And that's how I read The Power of Self-Confidence, the book that I told you about. And reading these books on mindset, on self-confidence, on even I wrote, uh, I read a book, I think about like the universe and black holes and everything, but I'd never heard about it, you know, like things like that, just opening your whole perspective that's what changed it for me. And then when you start reading books, you start listening to podcasts. And I think that's how like the ball starts to roll. And that's how it happened for me. Because in those book, I, books, I think the most important thing that came forward was to put everything, like 
on yourself. Everything that happens to you, you, you need to take responsibility. And I think that's a big one for me because growing up was like, that's his fault, that's her fault, I can't do anything about it. Once you start to take that full control of your own life, I think magic happens. Yes, yeah. and you're living proof of that magic. I'm yeah. You've transformed your life. With exactly. Just, like you said, like that rock bottom and feeling and now being an inspiration and living embodiment of your yeah. dreams. That's truly inspirational that it can happen for you. Like no matter what you come from, no matter where yes, you come exactly. from. That's yeah. so inspiring. Thank, Thank you. you for sharing. Thank you. <laughs> and so what advice do you have for people who are maybe feeling like, okay, I'm passionate about a lot of different things or yeah. where did you find like what your passions were, like what you do now? You're an amazing adventure travel vlogger. <laughs> you make such inspiring travel films Thank and you. really show the real life of what it's like to travel and also include that inspiration in it. How did you find that that was your passion and what advice do you have for people who are trying to find what their passions are? I love this question. Beautiful question, by the way. For me, it took so much trial and error. Like that's the way that I found everything out where I am today because I, that's the thing in my life, I just start. I'm not ready, but I just throw myself into situations and I learn the hard way, but I learn along the way. And I see so many people that are like, I wanna do this, but I don't know how. And my advice is just like, start with what you know, start by doing something and learn from everything along the way. Because for me to really find my passion, I started out as a blogger when I just moved to Bali. like, I'm gonna write articles, but I immediately found out that I don't like website optimization. I don't <laughs> like writing. <laughs> I was like, this is not me, you know? Should I be a writer? <laughs> exactly, but like these are things you need to give yourself time and patience and that self-love to figure out what it is that you truly like. And a lot of people see the, like they think overnight success of the bigger creators, but they don't know that years of hard work and failure went in front of that, you know? Yeah. So I think that is really important to put yourself out there. Don't get stuck into the planning stage and the thinking stage, but start doing. Because for me, by doing, I went from blogging to putting all my time and effort in Instagram and then realizing I wanna be m like more connected with the people. So being redirected to YouTube. And then from YouTube, I went from a food like eating Indonesian food to now adventure travel. So this is where my real passion is. And I had to figure it out by lots of trial and error. Yes, yeah. yes. And one of the points that you said that stood out to me so much is that being, um, being comfortable with failure, like you're gonna yes. experience failure along your journey. Yeah. How did you get your mindset to the point where, cause that's the biggest thing that stops a lot of people is that I don't want to be judged by others. I don't yeah. want to fail. Yeah. Where did that resilience come from? That it's okay to fail. It's actually great. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the beginning, I didn't have it. I was like super scared to fail. But I think the first time when I learned from my failure, I got so excited. I was like, oh, I know now how to do it. So it didn't even took me that long because every time I failed, I knew how to do it better. And I grew. And once you see yourself growing from your failure, you're like, oh, I don't care if I fail because that means growing. So for me, I connected the word failure with growth. So for me, a failure is not a bad thing. For me, it's like, okay, growth. 
So I think lots of people need to redirect their minds and to failure is not bad because no one doesn't fail in life. Everyone does. We're all human. Like it's part of the thing that we do, <laughs> you know? So I think like the whole world needs to look at failure differently. Beautiful. Yeah. So much. <laughs> Just like, uh, yeah, I love how you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> electricity up because it's oh, so true. Because yeah. like we were raised from kids, and even in the school systems, to be like, oh, if you get an F, you're a failure, and it's you're like, gonna go in the corner. Yeah, and I hate it. Like, did you ever feel like that as a kid? Like when you were in the corner, and they were like, oh, you you <laughs> it's horrible. So. Little background story, I come from a very small town in the Netherlands. Like I said, I went to college in the northern part of the Netherlands. We speak a completely different dialect. So for me to come there, everyone thought I was stupid because I talked differently. I talked a bit more slower. So everyone thought, literally, my teacher said to me, Susan, you need to learn how to talk normal because we don't take you seriously. So I had like a disadvantage already when I came there. So it's, it's wild, like for me to have that disapproval of teachers who should show you that unconditional love because you're like a teenager, you know, like you're so vulnerable. I had it five years, like they never stopped bullying me. So I think there's something fundamentally wrong with our school system, but that's a whole nother topic. But I just don't like the fact that you have all these beautiful human beings and they are tested on the same things. It's the same as if you ask a monkey, a fish, and like a chicken to climb a tree, you know? Like you, you can't do it. Yes, exactly. And that's what I experienced. Like I knew my talent was, I had talents, but I just couldn't care less about like mathematics and stuff. So yeah, I think that's where our fear of failure comes from because we are tested so harsh on things that we're maybe not good at or strength is somewhere else. Yes, I'm obsessed with the way your mind works. (laughs) I don't know. And truly, like where you've come from, Susan, and the life that you've built now is so inspiring. Thank you so much. Yeah. And so I know that now you recently shared on your Instagram that you're at a transition stage in your life and in your career. Yeah. What are you feeling now? Like, what, what are you passionate about now? It's interesting because, like, I have been traveling nonstop for the past two years. Like, it, I really wanted to make this work. So I've been, like, traveling full time. I lived out of a suitcase. I didn't have a home base, which took its, took its toll. So for me now, I'm really excited about having that peace and clarity and like calmness in my life, which I think is so important for every creator, like aspiring creator as well. I wish I could tell my younger self this, like take a breath, take it easy, like work on your mental health. So I think for me, it's a weird transitioning period because I'm not used to it. I'm used to like working nonstop and traveling nonstop. And now I really want to make time for reading, for meditating more, for having that routine in the morning, like going to the gym. I feel so happy to go to the gym again. I haven't done it in a really long time. So I'm now excited about creating this beautiful life for myself where I have a small routine. And 
also focusing more on my mindset and focusing more on my business because I'm now really excited about setting up multiple businesses that I have the ultimate wealth and I have the ultimate freedom. That's yes. what I'm really excited about now. Yes. That's incredible. Thank you. And it's so crazy because we're at this point at the exact same time. So I get you. Yes, with yes. all of that, like I yeah. feel you to a T. And how do you think that you got to the stage where, because I feel like so many creators, like you'll start your dream and you're now living your passion and it's so easy to just be like, go, 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 and I'm going to try to get to the end of this finish line. Yeah. But you realize that your passion has become your career. So how did you exactly. get to the point of okay, I want to prioritize peace and grounding and make it sustainable and have a foundation. Yeah, I think it took for me, last year was for me a really hard year because I renovated two villas here in Bali. I had my YouTube blowing up. I had my TikTok blowing up, my Instagram, everything happened at the same time. And I was juggling all the balls by myself. And that's when I kind of like rolled into a burnout where I couldn't even, the thought of traveling and creating exhausted me already. So. It took a long time to recover from that. And then immediately I went to India and I did it again. And I traveled so much and I recorded all these videos again. And I realized like, this is not how I want to live my life because my life flashed by and like it flashes by. It goes so fast if you don't have that grounding and that stillness, like you need to have these reflecting moments because otherwise it's over in a blip and you know, like no one wants that, right? So I think that's what really got to me that I was living, I didn't even have an hour free time a day. So for me, a month passed by and I was like, what, like, what did I really do? I know I traveled, but like, it went too fast. Yeah. 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 That's so great to get to because you then realize like you're, it's at least for me, like I was at the exact same, like go, go, go and at this pace. And wait, this is my passion, but I also want to make it my life. And I don't yes. want it to like flash by. Exactly. Because it's difficult. Like our life is almost our business, you know, like we share so much. So it's also important to have these self-care moments and to have that stability because otherwise what personal life do you have off screen, you know? Yes, yeah. exactly. And so you've chosen Bali as your grounding and as your place. Like, yeah. I love your love for Bali. Yeah. <laughs> it goes beyond words. Yes. Yeah, what does that look like for you? Like, what is, why Bali? Why did you choose? The people. Like, I just, <laughs> I fall in love on a friendship level, but with everyone here in Bali, like, everyone is so nice. Like, they have unconditional love for everyone here. And for me, I... I have that as well. Like, I don't know you, but like, I have so much love for everyone. And here in Bali, I get it back. And the energy, like the vibration that's here, it's so high because the people here believe in karma. So everyone does good and they get good in return, you know? And this is the people that I want to surround myself with. Like, I trust strangers here. I'm like, here you have my back, watch it for an hour. And I know they will watch it and not do something wrong with it. So. That's for sure, like the, the local people, I love them. And then you also have like, it's good living here. The costs are really nice. There are a lot of digital nomads, there are a lot of YouTubers. Like it's good to connect with people, the nature. You can drive an hour and you have a beach, another hour you have a mountain, another hour you have a rice field. So it's like easy for 
brand shoots as well. The food is amazing. Like I can't go on for hours. It's just my happy place, you know? Oh, incredible. And I love to see your videos of you interacting with like the local Balinese people. Like it's just that you can see the love. <laughs> I love them so much. It's so cute. And you've got a kitten too. I got a cat, which is like a huge commitment for me, to be honest. I'm going to tell you this now, but the first week I texted a friend, I'm like, do you know anyone that wants to have a cat? <laughs> because I was literally so afraid. I was like, what did I do? I'm like, what trouble I got? Where, did, where do I put it? I was really scared, but it's now it's a commitment that I haven't committed to something in a long while. <laughs> so, but it's like, it's all good now. I love my cat two bits and it really grounds me as well to have a cat in the morning coming to me and have my morning routine i haven't had it in years yes. it's amazing yeah yeah that's beautiful i'm so happy for you <laughs> thank you yes and that's just like that point that you shared is so so important like if you're an aspiring creator too it's like from Susan and I, we're probably just a few steps ahead of that journey, but sick. Like we've both gotten to this point of like setting this foundation and feeling the importance of roots. And it's yeah. not really like a backwards thing. I think it's almost like a, like a palm tree growing tall and strong from its exactly. roots. Exactly. Like I read this beautiful quote. I don't know which, which tree it is, but it says like this tree doesn't grow at all. So everyone is like laughing at it like it's a bad tree. But what it's doing is like making huge roots to become its bamboo. Bamboo. Oh. Bamboo tree does that. So it has amazing long wide roots and it becomes one of the strongest things here. Oh. And that's kind of like how I see what we are doing now. Like we're really making our roots and becoming so strong and have such a strong foundation that we cannot, we will never have a burnout. I'm yes. never say never, but you know, like we will be strong enough to whatever wind comes, we won't collapse anymore. Absolutely. I love that. That's how I see it. Yeah. And then like bamboo is known notoriously for being so hard to get rid of because yeah. it's so like exact found it in itself. Yeah. And that also relates to like, how do you handle, because I feel like another part of having your life on social media and online is handling the criticisms and opinions of others on how you should live your life or what your life should look yeah. like. Like, have you had those judgments from outside of people telling you and trying to shake your bamboo and being like, <laughs> yeah, they shake my bamboo. <laughs> But the way I see it, which took me a long time as well, I really see it that you told me the other day as well, everything that you do and see in others as well, like it's a mirror of yourself. So if you spread negativity online on the internet, the only thing that I feel is, oh, I feel so sorry for them that like you come from a place of negativity, like this is your home and you come from a negative home, you know, like... I only feel sorry for them. I don't even, like, I don't think about it. I don't feel bad. I'm just like, oh, girl or boy, uh, like, that must, I hope you heal, you yes. know? I only come from a place of love because I, like, there's not a single moment where I think about spreading hate to someone because I'm so happy and I love my life so much, you know? So coming from a place of hate, there's something going on. So I would rather like sit down with them and be like, are you okay? Do you want to talk about it? Than like 
spread hate again because otherwise it's like a cycle you know yes yes that's such an important again like part of the mindset yeah career and starting your business and and i heard this quote recently someone said that like someone who's above you like more successful or more whatever like loving whatever would never like hate on you never someone who's trying to reach up and bring you down yeah and so it's like having that resilience and this is my mission this is who i am and i feel for you like exactly perspective thank you And so I wanted to conclude here with the mission of the podcast, Your Extraordinary Life. And basically the mission behind it is that that can look different for everyone. Like your extraordinary life can be hiking or going for a new degree or pursuing a new program or talking to a new person. It's different for everyone. And so what is your most extraordinary life look like for you? I love the question. For me, it's a combination of a few things. I think my most extraordinary life is peace of mind which is so important. It consists of unconditional love for the world and also the people around me. Being the most healthy version of myself, like physically, mentally, spiritually, and creating the most beautiful art, which fulfills me and inspires other people to live their dream life and attracting more wealth than ever with having multiple business where I help people to unleash their true potential and everything combines total freedom at every aspect of my life yes and you are just an embodiment of freedom yes exactly your ethos freedom oh yes beautiful So incredible. And where can people find you and follow along on your inspiring, amazing, a lot of places. (laughs) But I would say on YouTube, Instagram and TikTok, it's all gypsy in sneakers. Also on Facebook, but those are the most important things. Cool. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, I appreciate you so much. And I just want to say like you are one of the most eloquently like deliberately spoken people like when when you speak it's so enunciated and understood and so screw that teacher that's that's thank you so much honestly you use it as a gift because now you're able to connect with people in indonesia or in india or across the world from the way that you speak so clearly and all yeah wow you. you inspire me so much thank you and hopefully this episode was inspiring to you i know that susan is one of the most inspiring people in my life <laughs> so bad <laughs> yes and wow. stay tuned for future magic from the two of us yes yes, yes. lots of exciting things are yes. coming <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you girl you were the absolute best <laughs>